All right. Anyways. So, so you want to you want to go just completely off the rails with this one? Well, we can. Um, I don't know. It, it's probably best to to start with. Um, I don't know if you could edit it and start with uh, put the introduction at the end that we're talking about education. I could do whatever I want in, in post production. Yeah, I can draw on your face you, in post production. You can draw on my face while I'm just now. I introduced that this is about education. This is that podcast. <laughs> this yeah. is that. Welcome to that podcast, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll know that it was me. I'm not that I'm unorganized, but you know I can be. <clears throat> it's me that uh, organized this one. Um, but yeah, I, I'm. If you could want to edit it, it's probably fine. I don't know how easy it is to do. So I can edit it, or we can just roll with the introduction right now if you want to do that. I think we did. Okay. I mean, is there, what do you want to add to the introduction? Well, just... usually, so usually in the introduction, it's welcome to the podcast, and uh, you can still listen to us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, watch us on YouTube. We have a handle. By the way, we have a handle now. We actually we have an actual handle. YouTube's got handles. Um, I mean, it's it's like fifteen years late. Um, but YouTube.com forward slash at GK Tech Pros is our channel handle. Nice. So, yo, we got a thing. It's a thing. Education. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if you're going to uh, chop it up, or uh, this is going to be about education. And this is <laughs> the, the joke. The joke was uh, the joke. Uh, the joke is education. And if you can, we have no idea what we're doing here, but we're going to poop on education. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. Yeah. So um, we were talking a moment ago, and. Uh, I don't know if we're going to piece it together or or how unstructured we're going to be here. But we'll just invite everyone to the, into the conversation, talking about the education system. And uh, we'll see if we can get it really uh, down to a, to a application on, uh, on tech as well. But I kind of went off the rails in my research, didn't okay. I? Do you want to start with... Um with connecting this to tech and what we've been talking about before at first and then kind yeah. of go off. Okay. Um, I do, I do hope that, um, people listen to, to this episode specifically, cause I, I know I have an opinion and thoughts on, on education. Um, it, it, for two, for two different types of audiences. First, if, if you are an owner or a manager, uh, and you're and you're doing some hiring. I hope that you to listen to us because we're going to talk about what we look for as managers when it comes to people with education or prior experience. Yeah. Um, but specifically today, we're gonna we're gonna talk education. But also for anyone who's looking to get into the IT field or they want to get into fixing mobile devices like you know cell phones and and tablets. Um, I hope that you come away with some hope after this episode, because even though we're going to kind of poop on education and the education system, um, 
you're going to get some insight from what people in, in the business look at when, when we hire people, especially people who don't have experience and may not have formal education. So, um, but to go along with that, um, where did you want to, this is, you're leading the, the call. Where did you want to start first? Did you want, did you want to start with, uh, with wise? Did you want to start with a plus? Yeah. Did you, okay. Since we've already kind of, we're having a conversation about wise already, we can continue it. It's, it's, um, uh, John, you did some research, um, recently and you, you just retook the wise certification, right? Yes. I want to talk about that a little bit. So first, some some background on what WISE is. So WISE is uh, the Wireless Industry Service Excellence Certification. Um, it's a like a standardized um, education expertise certi certification, um, similar to A uh, A plus. Like CTIA has A plus, and that's kind of the industry standard for expertise. Um, if you're going to work on computers and then if, and that's your base. And then from there you can go and get your securities plus or net plus, um, certifications. Um, there wasn't anything when it came to fixing cell phones or tablets, uh, up until about 2020, um, which is when a bunch of companies got together to try to standardize, um, training and education and knowledge. Uh, to, to fix these devices. So they came up with this certification called WISE. And um, when I say a bunch of companies, I mean, there was, I, I want to say around like 60 different companies that backed this, um, major companies. So we're talking um, big repair companies like you break, I fix um, and CPR uh, and some more. Uh, we're talking phone manufacturers like Motorola, uh, Samsung, Google, um, carriers, Verizon was a big one. Um, a, a bunch of companies came together and said, yep, we need a, we need to standardize this just like a plus in the computer world. We need something for cell phones. So, um, they got together and, and they came up with this Y certification and, um, you know, just like with a plus you can, you know, you pay money. You get uh, the training material. You take a test, and if you take and if you pass the test, um, uh, you're Y certified, and you get something that looks this the Y certification. So I am level one and level two Y certified. Um, the test itself is sixty five questions. You get ninety minutes to take the test. I finished my test in 30 minutes. Um, so I've taken the test twice. I've been certified twice. Um, the first, I was, I was one of the first people to get certified back in 2020 when this was launched. Um, and then uh, I, I was again certified this, this past year. Um, I did not study for the test um, at all. Uh, for for either either time version one or version two of the assessment, uh, and I passed with flying colors. Um, a lot of that has to do with the fact that I am experienced and I had good training. And and Brandon and I are going to talk about um, you know the education system. Uh, you know the Y certification doesn't have bad information. There was one question that I got, and it has the uh, 
matchup components um, to uh, what they are. So they'll give you a picture of a component and then uh, you have to match what it was. And it showed me a picture of a volume and power flex. Uh, and I got this wrong. Um, they said it was an antenna. And I'm like, I've seen this component probably a thousand times. This is definitely a power button and volume flex. This is not an antenna, but, um, but for the most part, uh, and I, and I read through after I took the test, I, I read through, um, kind of the, the training guide just to see if there was anything that would catch my eye. And there wasn't anything there that I didn't already know. Um, uh, but again, I have several years of experience, uh, and, um, yeah, that's, that's wise. And, you know, I, I, I like that they want to standardize the knowledge and expertise at the same time as someone who's been certified, um, and, and, you know, as a, as a hiring manager myself, if, a if a candidate came up to me and, and, and I posted for a repair technician and I had two candidates and one candidate is like, I don't know anything about repairing anything, but I'm really excited about learning how to fix devices. And another person said the exact same thing, but they're wise certified. It, to be honest, it wouldn't mean anything to me. And the reason for that is, is in my experience, um, when it comes to fixing devices, uh, your education and experience background mean really nothing to me. Uh, I'm going to train you just like you're brand new. <laughs> and, and oftentimes, um, if you're brand new to the field and you have no experience, that's better than a lot of people who come in and have experience because oftentimes I have to have them unlearn what someone else trained them poorly. And then I have to retrain them. And so they have to unlearn what they had learned and then learn how I like things done versus someone brand new has no bad habits, right? They don't have any habits. So I, they only learn the good habits. Um, Brandon, I think you've experienced the same thing. And yeah, feel, my, feel free to take over and go off the rails at this point. Yeah, no, I've, uh, my experience is the same. And if you haven't gathered uh, to make it clear, our contention here is, um, is, is something that's it's been, it's not new. It's been shared by a, many great thinkers and educators that uh, education, the systems that we have are dying or, and even with a system like WISE, which is a, a good system, there's, there's not a, a lot of bad in there, but um, the contention isn't the, the quality of the material. It's, it's the validity and the practicality of, of, uh, of what's out there and, and what it actually means in, in actual, you know, real life and, and what you're, and so and we're, as we're, we're trying to find something like for with wise, you know, and other things trying to find, um, you know, how this would be useful. You talked about hiring. It's not useful there. It, it doesn't, doesn't help you get hired in that, in that scenario. Um, you know, we were joking about the consumer, like there's not going to be a, you know, cause optically, yeah, it sounds nice to say, oh yeah, we are, this company is, that wise certified technicians, but, but does it, I mean, uh, what consumer, what, what a person buying or, or getting repair done or whatever it is coming to your shop is going to have any clue or care 
you know, or why certified here. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. it, means, it means nothing. <laughs> and so I, I just can't think of an application for it. Um, and that's not just the, that's not just wise certification. It's, it's the case. It's so it's nothing against them. It's, it's just, uh, um, it's education in general. It's, you know, it's, it's good to be educated and, uh, with wise certification, with any other kind of education, it's good to, uh, to have it. But, um, yeah, I question, uh, question the, uh, practicality of it. Yeah, it, I would agree. Education is a good thing. What I find problematic right now is whether you go to school and get educated in, in really whatever field, there are some exceptions, right? Like the medical field or whatever. But for the most part, if you're looking for an IT job, if you're looking for an accounting job, if you're looking for um, an engineering job, um, a lot of these places when they, when they hire, you know, they want you to have, you know, a BA or an MA or whatever. Right. Um, but, and that gets you in the door right? for entry level, right. For an entry level job. Um, but you could go other routes without the education and end up because because really it's all about experience right and so you could go other routes gain experience and that's what gets you into the you know level two level three level four jobs right and so right especially right now where we're seeing like an oversaturation of bachelor degrees right and you're seeing um all sorts of weird requirements education requirements to get these low-end education or these low-end entry-level jobs um yeah it's it's it can be problematic in in our field specifically like uh, having a degree or not having a degree doesn't doesn't matter for these entry-level you know retail repairs (laughs) you know education doesn't matter it's the perfect job to get while you're in school to be honest with you it's you know, so you can gain some experience and the education. So when you go and go out into the real field for a real RT job, you can start applying for, you know, level two jobs like right away. Cause you could say, look, I got four years of, of work tech experience on top of my bachelor's in computer science or whatever. Um, uh, but, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely interesting. Um, you have an education background, so um, yeah, I've sure had could... a lot of experience in education, and you know, obviously, I've spent the last three years in the in the tech field, but before mm. that, was in education, um, and uh, I've explored a lot of different systems. Um, so, uh, pre- you know, I don't have a PhD or anything like that, so I can't speak to that. But I, but I've been to a lot of different levels of. of and a lot of different uh, organizations and got to see what um see some of the, have some of those experiences and so yeah i um did you have a question about that in particular um well so i know you have the background in education and and you've spent time as as a teacher um yeah. what how do we how do we make this more practical so <clears throat> I'm going to go a little deeper here for a second and, uh, you'll have to, 
I want to, I'm sure you can do this um, for us. Uh, uh, right. You can uh, make a couple links for us or make a couple uh, references for us. Uh, there's a, there's a speaker I really like, and I had you watch this before, right? Sir Ken Robinson is his name. And uh, he does a really, actually he has a, quite a few different uh, like TED Talks that he does. Um, and uh, so I'll, I'll task, task you guys to, to explore it yourself. But um, I want to give a couple I, I, of quotes. I, so if you're, if you're watching on YouTube, um, uh -huh. I'll try to, to add a link there in the go. description. Yeah. 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 Just uh, one of those great thinkers that, that has that has a more eloquent speech um, illustrating this this whole concept of of education. Now, this is the the one that will link is this TED talk was done like two thousand six, I think, and I and I don't think right. I, you know, I was going to mention that because um, I knew you were going to bring this up, and I was going to mention that this this guy was talking about this twenty years ago. Yeah, and and, and no, nothing's changed. I don't. Yeah, and so I, this is what's interesting. I don't think it's because not. No, it hasn't. It hasn't gotten to to the level like he he's hoping for some revolution that hasn't happened. I would say, but um, mm -hmm. but it it's it's not because it doesn't need to happen. And I th I think that um, I'm not going to go into details about and speculate why, but um, but you know the systems are certainly having a lot, uh, a hard time catching up with with the demand with the need because there's definitely needs to be a change. Um, but yeah, watch, watch Sir Ken Robinson talk about education. Um, he's, he's pretty cool. Uh, and he's, but I'll give a couple of quotes. I don't know if I can recapture one of the stories. Did you want to try? He has a couple of really cool stories he tells, um, on education. I know you said you liked the one about the dancer. Yeah. And I, and I can't remember the name. Oh, yes. Um, and we should have, had, uh, Julian, Ju no. I don't remember it, but uh, so I know I know she she partnered with Android Lloyd Webber, who's very very big in um in the uh, you know Broadway scene, right? right. Uh, Android Lloyd Webber, um, that was like a fan of the opera back in the eighties, massive. Um, anyway, when and it. it, it Maybe you could, I don't know if you can look up the name real quick um, while I, while I try sure. to encompass the story, but um, basically this, this little girl, um, you know, she was born and she was having some problems in school and, um, and basically her issue was she constantly moved. She was constantly moving and um in order for her to think, you know, she had to be moving, she had to be fidgeting. Um, and originally her parents and, and educators thought there was something wrong with her. Um, and, and eventually they got to someone who was, who was watching her as, she, as you know, would ask her questions and, and would watch her and she, it would watch her feet and she was dancing. And every, her whole world came together for her if she was dancing and, and, you know, she had the rhythm going, but it allowed her to, to think. Um, and yeah, it, the quote, and so they, the quote is Jillian isn't sick. She's a dancer. She's not <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. The quote is, is she's, she's, it's it Jillian. Yeah. Jillian Lynn is her name. 
Julian Lin. Okay, so she's not sick. She's a dancer, and it was recommended that they send her to dance school. Well, she excelled at dance school. Um, eventually, um, you know, ran into Andrew Lloyd Webber and got super into creating choreography for these, um, you know, for all these Broadway plays and whatnot and musicals. Uh, is a multimillionaire now, right? And is looked as a choreography genius, right? Um, you know, had she grown up today in 2022, a doctor would have looked at her and prescribed her medication and she would have calmed down and and we would have lost out on that art. Yeah. Essentially, right? That's my favorite part of that uh, of that story is that, you know, it's it, you know it's true that you know. So you know it's true. Something that really resonated with me with Sir Ken Robinson's TED Talk was he was saying that we educate out creativity. <laughs> that yeah, we all innovation. start as artists and then we... And, right. uh, and then we educate ourselves out of it. And mm -hmm. so, you know, his whole thing about the whole, like, revolution is, you know, that our current education system was built for the industrial revolution or as a result of the industrial revolution. And so our education is, is built for that nine to five kind of factory worker kind of job. And, and it's, uh, and it's really kind of stifled innovation and creativity in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. And his contention goes even further. He makes claims like that. We should be, you know, putting the arts, uh, on the same level as as uh, the sciences and the math, and so and and I I don't I won't go that far at, in this talk, but that but it, it's very interesting. He makes a really good point, um, and uh, there's a couple other quotes I want to give, um, and uh, if you want to share more about your thoughts as well on him, that, that's fine too. But uh, but but for the purposes of this podcast, I really just want to explore more of a practical, not not a you know not an artsy side of things, but what can we do to, uh, um, to how, what kind of practical steps can we take if, if some of the certifications aren't useful, you know, what can we do? Um, and so I'll go over that a little bit in a, in a minute, but, um, a couple more quotes I really liked. Uh, he says, uh, suddenly degrees are not worth anything, uh, process of, of, uh, academic inflation. So that's kind of interesting. Mm. And, uh, right. The bachelor degrees is like the equivalent to a high school diploma at this point. Right. And so it gets, it gets kind of ridiculous. Already we know we're in, I think a lot of us know we're chasing a piece of paper that's meaningless at times, you know, um, mm -hmm. it's why people change their majors so much, you know, and, and there's this huge phenomenon. We, there's a huge, you know, uh, it's a big hot topic about, you know, education debt. And, um, you know, just, but what's not talked about is, is the cherry on top that, that it seems so meaningless, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, yeah. Um, but it's, it's terrible that, uh, even worse that, you know, it, it's, it's inflating the values inflating to where we just, uh, it, you know, has no use. And I think eventually we're going to realize how little use it has or, or, uh, not us realize, but the, the systems will eventually have to yeah. do something. Yeah, it's and and it's a shame that we're in a system right now where 
you have, you're chasing the piece of paper, right? That piece of paper gets you the interview, but it it has no bearing on whether or not you're actually going to be good at the job that you're applying for. Right. And on the flip side to that, as a hiring person, it doesn't mean anything about the candidate really and whether or not they're going to bring anything of any substance, right? Because Because the right candidate might be the person who couldn't afford the education, right? But they're super innovative. Yep. Yeah, right. Definitely. And 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 maybe the person that you absolutely need to bring onto the company. And we could we could go on and we could talk just in the tech field how many uh, you know revolutionary tech people have been out there that are college dropouts or high school dropouts. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Bill Gates didn't finish Harvard. Okay, <laughs> he went to Harvard. Uh, you know, Steve Jobs is another guy who, um, you know, he took a few college courses and never finished. Um, and they were giant, you know, giants in the industry. Um, so, um, I don't know, do you, do you, do you have uh, anything else that you can harp on that? Yeah. <clears throat> um, like, I'm mean, gonna have lots more quotes for Sir Ken. You got to go watch it, though. Watch it for yourself. It's a Great TED Talk. Um, so, and he's very well spoken and way funnier than we are. Yes, true. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> well, let's go into some practical steps. Um, they're kind of vague, but but uh, I want to I want to at least have something to, to to some direction here. I mean, one thing I think I would I would advise what the biggest thing would be just good old fashioned networking. I think that. You know, and this has always been the case, um, probably even before any rise of education as a as a norm. But you know, it's 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 still the case now. It's really important to network for so many different reasons to get to know people. Um, one thing that Sir Ken Robinson said, I'll I'll point out, is he says that intelligence is dynamic and not compartmentalized. And so, you know, when you're meeting different people, it's the same sort of thing. It just creates opportunity and it gets your brain, you know, functioning in a different way when you're, when you're learning from different people and, and thinking like them and not just getting stuck in your own, um, you know, your own, uh, legacy and your, uh, whatever you've learned from your family. So I think it's important to network as, as broad and as wide as possible. Um, whether it, whatever that is, uh, through various different means, um, whether that be through, you know, different real life events, um, whether it be digitally through LinkedIn or, or, you know, even Facebook or whatever, or, or here on YouTube or whatever it is, uh, um, lots of networking is important. Anything to add with that? Um, uh, well, I, I think it, you know, everyone has heard the phrase, uh, it's about who, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and so, um, yeah, networking is super important because, uh, there's only so much that you can gather from like interviewing a person. Mm-hmm. It's uh, when you take people out of that environment and put them into a, something that's much more comfortable. Um, it's it's way better. And and not only that, but you can, it, as you're networking, whether you're a business or you're just a, a person going to businesses and, and just hanging out and asking questions, um, you know, you, you stick in people's heads and then that creates influence. Yep. 
So, and that's, and also, that's power. Yeah. I, so the, the job I had for the last three years, uh, was, was from, I, I met some ran, random person. Uh, I just was willing to have a conversation. Uh, you know, you actually hired me. So, you, uh, because of this person. So mm-hmm. the person that, 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 uh, you had hired, um, before me and I, I met him and, and, uh, he made a Facebook post. And so mm-hmm. that, that kind of thing is just really important. I wouldn't have had the opportunity if I wouldn't have had conversations with people. So mm-hmm. us introverts, we, we don't like that. But. Right. And, <laughs> well, and, and, and you bring up a good point with that too. And, and, and oftentimes, you know, you know, I just said everyone has heard about, you know, the whole, you know, it's, it's about who, you know, well, sometimes networking isn't about reaching out to that person with ha- has a lot of influence. Sometimes it's talking to the person who's in the corner being quiet, you know, and and talking to everybody, and, yep. and be, because the the person who referred you was a person who didn't work out in the company, <laughs> and and no, nothing against him. It just it just was a fit that didn't work. But I'm eternally grateful for him. Yeah. Obviously, because it got me you, and right. you were a great fit, and now we have a podcast together. And, there we go. <laughs> and there we go, for better or worse. Yes. Uh, but um, but yeah, you you never know, and and sometimes, um, just an absolutely game changing decision, um, whether it's a hire or just maybe just a decision within the business, comes from just a random place from a random person, and so don't discount anybody um ever uh one of the hardest lessons that i had to learn uh back in my 20s was uh that you can learn something from everybody including people that you don't think that you could learn from and um and so uh network to to everybody whether it's uh if you're in the tech field whether it's you know uh, a, co- a competitor down the road to you or whether it's um you know the 16 year old high school kid that looks that lives next door you know network with everybody knowledge is power in addition to that focus on developing passions i think that's um important to to keep your mindset on that you know uh we've talked about several times i think during this podcast and other podcasts about you know, um, how important or how, uh, valuable it is to a hiring manager to see someone with passion. And so, um, yeah, just, uh, and it doesn't have to be an exact fit, the passion, but having passion, I mean, having, having relatable passion is important, but, but yeah, just, uh, um, developing, uh, your work passions is, is good. Um, focusing on that. Uh, usually that's, that's where innovation is going to start usually. True. Yeah. Right. It, you love something, so you want to improve it. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not. I'm not gonna. This is a cup. I have no passion around cups, and I'm not gonna innovate a better cup. But uh, I am passionate about my own business, and so I'm gonna do everything I can to think outside the box to make it to make us different. Um, I saw a meme recently it was uh is it appropriate enough for me to post on the youtube channel you probably could if we could find it okay Um, i'll try to find it but uh it was basically it was pretty basic it was talking about uh google and it was comparing google to a kind of a 
a graveyard. And uh, it was, it was, the idea was that uh, I remember a time, we're, one day we're going to look back and, you know, you know, it's when you're looking at Google, it's like you, you look, you go back to it, not because it's useful, but because, you know, you remember when it was useful. <laughs> and so, and uh, it was just joking about how you look up something and this isn't the case for everything. Um, obviously you can look up a lot of useful stuff in Google still, but so often I, I can agree and I concur with this when kind of uh, relate to how, when you look something up sometimes and it, and there's just nothing there, make ads and things, but nothing that's helpful to you. Um, and you know, maybe some of that's algorithm and that sort of thing. A lot of it's ads. Um, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. And I, I think that there's gotta be some, uh, some development in that area. Um, you know, when you're trying to seek out knowledge, um, it'd be really useful if we had, uh, some better, some more defined search engines or some, uh, some apps that would help with, uh, with that sort of thing. That's, uh, something that I, uh, have a passion for. Just weed out the irrelevance. Um, I think that's, uh, about all I have. I can talk about Sir Ken Robinson forever. And there's a few other guys that I've, that I, uh, I don't have any quotes listed for here, but, but, um, it's about the end of, of uh, what I have here. Do you have any other stories from, uh, seeking out a variety of help? Um, oh, stories for that. Yeah, um, just no. a, an experience where you've experienced something like that. So personal experiences, the personal professional. Yeah. I mean, we, we mentioned, uh, the one about the, how I'm getting my last job. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't have another story. I don't think, but, but it's, it's, um, it's definitely something that, that you, that everyone can probably relate to if they think about it. Um, you don't always ex expect where you're going to get help from. And, and we liked, but our, in our brains, you know, at least for mine, I'm really logical and I, I like to think I know what's gonna, you know, result in what I, I kind of, uh, my own intelligence on a pedestal, I think for predict, predicting things. And, but it's really common that, that we meet people we don't expect and, um, you know, help is going to come somewhere. And there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there. I mentioned Gary V and, uh, uh <laughs> I, I left him out of the podcast, but, but there's a lot of other entrepreneurs out there that are really successful that talk about, uh, um, talk about how, uh, you know, we will, we'll be seeking one thing. And then, you know, in the midst of that, if we, if we, keep going and don't give up. We're going to, we, we're going to find something we didn't expect, you know? And so, um, like, Oh, that's another Sir Robinson quote. If you are not prepared to be wrong, you will never come up with, with anything original. That's a Sir Robinson quote. So mm. that's a, it's a, it's important to continue on and to, and to seek out a variety of help. 
So I I actually have an example, a professional example. Okay, go for it. Um, so do you remember, uh, I want to say a little bit over a year ago when we came up with the um, the loyalty program with conjunction with uh, the insurance plans that we were selling? And we needed to come up with something to present to customers, right? We we had to basically like create like a poster mm-hmm. to to put in, right? And so we we threw it out to the entire team, right? So so Brandon and I we worked for a company that uh, was a franchise for Ubreak I Fix, which is. Ubrek FX is no longer really a thing. It's a Shurion now, but we we worked for a franchise that owned several locations. And so we had at any given time between like 20 and 30 employees. And we, we threw it out to everybody um, that we needed to come up with basically like a poster. So it needed to be creative. It needed to be kind of an artwork, but it needed to highlight everything that was important about this like loyalty program. So we threw it out to every to, to everybody, and um, the person that that came up with the actual artwork was probably the last person that Brandon and I would have thought to to knock it out of the park. But she knocked it out of the park. She did. Um, and so when when you say dollars for it too, yep, she did. <laughs> um, so but when Brandon says, um, you know, seek out help, and you never know where you're going to get that help from. Um, you know, we, we had people who were being educated in, in art, you know, you know, they, they work part-time for us and they go to school full-time where they are learning, you know, graphic design and whatnot. And those weren't the people that came up with this design work that we needed to promote this, this program. It was someone who was, had no education in, in that whatsoever. She just had a create. She has a creative flair about her um, that really worked, right? And and so um, that's the example that I have, right? Yeah, that's a good example. Yeah. And so, and this, in, in my experience, this is this has happened. Not this is not the exception to that rule. Um, you know, a lot I could tell you about people who have surprised me because they had some sort of talent that I didn't bother to try to investigate, investigate and pull out from them. Right. So anyway, that's, that's, uh, when you said that, you know, seek out a variety of help, that was like the first thing that came to mind was that project that we had about a year ago. Yeah. 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 So that's the end of, uh, our podcast here, unless you have more to share. Next, uh, I want to introduce our next podcast. Oh, so so the next one I've wanted to do since we started doing the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and I've been sitting on it uh, for for a few months now um, because I wanted us to kind of get in the groove and get kind of comfortable being in front of a camera and talking into a microphone and whatnot. Um. But something it, something that I'm really passionate about is right to repair. And so we're going to talk about that in two weeks. Um, Brandon and I, when we created this this podcast, we 
our value with this is, is we wanted to be as transparent as possible. Um, and if we can't be fully unbiased, then at least be honest about it. Um, and I'm going to tell you, I'm pretty biased. <laughs> Uh, so Brandon, maybe you can be the devil's advocate in two weeks when, uh, when we, when we sit down and do this, but we're going to, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about right to repair, um, and the death of ownership or maybe the attack on ownership. Um, because I think the right to repairs is a small nugget of what a larger problem is. And and we're gonna and we're gonna talk about it, and I'm gonna rant about it. So get your popcorn ready, cause <laughs> cause it's gonna be a wild one. All right. So and again, uh, watch us on YouTube. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, uh, on App, uh, Amazon Music. Um, there's some sort of other thing that we're on now, and I can't remember the name of it, None but of it. people are listening to us on it. So <laughs> wherever you can listen to hey. podcasts, we're probably there. <laughs> and, and and subscribe. And uh, like I said, get the popcorn ready for uh, for next week. Get a drink ready, too. Don't be driving if you're drinking. But, you know, yeah. Right to repair. Coming up next. Thanks, everybody.